Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host. I am thrilled to have you here today. We have an exciting new show. If you're listening to us Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, this is a brand new show, and you're listening live. So um, if you, uh, another great new way to listen live is through my mobile app. You can download the mobile app through the iTunes store, and it's free. All right, so those of you who are using an iPhone or using a tablet, uh, the iPad, um, you can listen to the show live. All you have to do is hit listen live. And for anyone who wants to go to that link and also hit the call now button, I want to make sure that that new button works. Um, I'll take your call and in exchange, I'll give you a free ebook, my mini ebook, uh, my business book called The C Factor. So just say, Linda, I'm using your app and I use the call now button. That's all you have to do. It's easy peasy. All right. For the rest of you, um, we're going to be talking today about adult male virgins. And the rest of you can call in at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. 3532. The Android app will be coming soon, hopefully in the coming weeks, and we'll get that up and running for you as well. All right. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about cheaters. The who, what, and why about cheaters. Is monogamy genetic or is it learned? By the way, I don't know if I answered that question last week. Um, Monogamy is learned. It's uh, not genetic for men. It is genetic for women, but not for men. All right, so you have to listen to the show to find out the whole rest of that background. Anyway, what causes people to lead double lives? Is she dropping hints that she is unhappy or is about to cheat or is cheating? So you can find out what she's up to by listening to last week's show. So easy to do. All you have to do is go to Google. SoundCloud, the men's advocate, Google SoundCloud, the men's advocate. We are also on the TuneIn app and brand new, my app, the men's advocate show app with Linda Gross. Um, You can listen to any and all of my archive shows, and I'd love to hear from you to get your ideas on uh, your thoughts on what you think. Okay, so please do that. All right, so let's skip to today's show. We're talking about adult male virgin virgins with my guest relationship coach Frank Kermit yes they have the drive to have sex and yet what makes some men wait until age 30 or even age 40 to have sex so today we're going to find out why this occurs and if you are in this session situation um we're gonna coach you on how you can finally jump into the sack and get laid isn't that what you want you've been thinking about sex nonstop. you don't have a girlfriend you don't have a girl but you're obsessing with sex but just not getting the job done we're going to go into all of these types of issues today um with my guest frank Okay, so Frank Kermit, he's a, a dating and relationship coach in private practice and for the matchmaking industry. He has over 15-plus years of experience helping singles and couples using his original emotional needs analysis system. He's the author of over 20 books and 25 audio programs on dating and relationships, including the one we're going to talk about today, the Adult Male Virgin Handbook. You It's a must-get book. You'll want this. Um, Also, you can uh, visit Frank's page, franktalks.com, franktalks.com, to find out more information about his uh, e-books, his coaching, and anything else you want to learn about. By the way, you don't have to write all this down. After the show, I will put all these links on my Facebook fan page. If you personally haven't uh, subscribed to my fan page, do so now. Same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. That's Facebook, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. And I'll have all those links up and running and handy for you. So welcome, Frank, to the show. It's so great to have you here today. Linda, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. 
Absolutely. What a pleasure. All right. Yeah, I started uh, skimming through the the Adult Male Virgin Handbook, uh, and it's really quite inter- interesting. This topic, the reason why I, I said such a quick yes, I also do uh, dating and coaching, and this topic is very near and dear to my heart. I feel that the young men who are in this category, there are a lot of similarities with their backgrounds and how they get so stuck in this corner. And it is so gratifying for me as a coach that perhaps they've been through, you know, I don't know, three years, five years, eight years of traditional therapy, and they haven't solved this problem. And it's not that hard to solve, really, um, especially when you know what, as a coach, what to look for, then you can uh, go down the road to unravel the big mess that they're in and get them back on track. So tell us a little bit about your story, um, and if your story does relate to this topic, you know, why, why you like coaching on this topic as well. Well, I'll start off by saying I never intended to get into this business of coaching. Yes. This was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, I was on a career track in the entertainment industry to work in the administration side of production. Mm -hmm. And that's all I wanted to do for a number of years. What prompted all of this is that I went through a personal crisis. Um, Three major heartbreaks just sent my life on a completely different path. The first one was I was stood up at the prom. Wow, that's Humili- a terrible one. We, yeah. we, we are so impressionable at that age, so that's a really hard one to go through. Uh, what made this particularly stinging was that uh, when I announced that I had had a date, she was a girl from a different school, uh, the teachers and the students would get into discussions about whether or not I was lying about it. Wow. Like my friends would tell me and say, you know, the teacher was having a class discussion about you actually having a date and, and you know, does anybody know who this girl is sort of thing. How horrible um, is that? So it was it's really like, when she didn't bad show enough, up. Yeah, it's bad enough to have your peers get on your case, but for the teachers to do that, that's really, really low, yeah. I think. Yeah, wow. it is. And it was uh, just a very humiliating experience. Um, I wrote about it in my autobiography, so I'll love if anybody wants to hear about how horrible that night is and how I ended <laughs> up getting and, and ended up in a cornfield somewhere uh, just because the guy I was with didn't know where he was going and we ended up on a bridge. Uh, interesting story. I'll laugh about it in the future. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that happened is that I lost my ex-fiance to one of my best friends. Yikes. So this was a major violation of trust. And uh, I learned a lot of very hard lessons about that, Uh, about relationships in general, about dating, about trusting friends with certain information. Uh, A few years later, I ended up meeting a girl, and we hung out together for about two years, and I was the good friend. And she insisted that she could never go out with me because we were of a different race, religion, and culture, so I respected those boundaries. And then one day, after two years of hanging out with her, which means, you know, I took her out places, uh, I I paid for everything, and and so on, she announces that she's getting married. And it turns out that the guy was of a different race, religion, and culture. Whoa. And so I was, I said, okay, like, and I I told her, I said, look, you got to tell me here. What is different between me and him? I mean, he's not at all what you said that you were looking for. And her response was, I didn't plan for it to happen. It just happened. He seduced me. The difference between me and him is that he just continued to pursue her, and I just said, okay, I'll be your friend. Um, That night, uh, my hands were shaking so bad driving home, I had to get off the highway or I was going to cause an accident. And uh, that was the night I said never again. I ended up in uh, in a relative's garage at that point, uh, eyeing a number of hunting rifles, trying to figure out how I could do myself in. It was it was that bad because it wasn't just it wasn't just those one girl. It's this series of events 
And that was the night I realized that the common element in every single mistake and every single horrible relationship experience I had, well, the common element is me. I'm doing something wrong. At each one, and I mean, there was a few incidents in between, but those were the big three. Uh, in each case, I could say, well, you know, I was just betrayed. I'm a good guy. They're the ones who did this to me. Uh, I couldn't do that anymore. I had to take accountability. I had to be responsible for my choices, and that set me on a completely different path. My career was no longer as important to me. Uh, my education at the time wasn't as important to me. I decided I was either going to figure out relationships once and for all, or I was going to go back and get the hunting rifles and do myself in. Wow. You know, I have to immensely... Um give you a pat on the back for your courage and your bravery. It takes such bravery to look at yourself in the mirror to say never again. In order to be able to utter those words, that means you have to accept what just happened to you. Yeah. And, and you know, you can't really change something if you're in denial. So as horrid as, as these stories are, um, somewhere deep inside you you had the strength of character to accept what was happening and say, okay, I have to learn from these experiences. I have to turn this around. This is not okay with me. Three times you're out. I don't want to go through a fourth episode that's going to do me in. Good for you. Holy cow. I love I got, hearing this story. Uh, I got to tell you, my biggest fear at that point was that I was going to end up divorced. Yeah. Because what I went through with my ex-fiance, although we were not married, I really envisioned that she was the one I was going to build a future with. She was right. the one I was going to marry, have kids with, and so on. And when that did not happen, my world shattered. My belief in myself shattered. How could I be so wrong? Right. So and what this, am I doing here if I didn't get step one checked off? Exactly. So this began a journey where I simply said, I'm going to assume that I know nothing and I'm starting from rock bottom. At that point, I decided to read everything I could get my hands on, listen to every audio book I could get my hands on. And here's what I did. I took an experimental approach. If, so, if somebody in a book says, do this and it'll work, I actually tried it. In the next three years of trial and error, I probably made a complete fool of myself more times than I care to remember because I tried everything. So if one book said, bring flowers on a date, I tried it. And then I documented the results. If some book says, or some audio program says, no, you, you give flowers at the end of a date, if you give it at all. And I, again, I would follow through on that. So it was trial and error and documenting everything. And my goal was, in the documenting of it, was to get um, try to identify patterns that worked consistently. Those became my emotional needs theories. And once I had these emotional needs theories that men have emotional needs, women have emotional needs, you can either address them or violate them to get the result you want, my life started to change. I, I love went that. Frank, hold that thought just one second. We're going to um, exit for a quick break, station break. If you have just uh, joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, you're on with my guest, Frank Kermit, and we're talking about adult male virgins. You, too, can join us. Call us at 951 952-3532, 951-952-3532. When we come back from the break, we'll hear a little bit more about Frank's story and why he's uh, helping adult male virgins. All right? Catch you right back after the break. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Well, I remember when the lights went out, and I was trying to make it look like it was never in doubt. She thought that I knew, and I thought that she knew. So both of us were willing, but we didn't know how to do it. Why don't you tell me about the mystery dance? I want to know about the mystery dance. Why don't you show me, because I tried, and I tried, and I'm still mystified. I can't do it anymore, and I'm not satisfied. Thank you, Elvis. That was Elvis Costello. Um, he was trying to make it look like sex was never in doubt. That was his first time. That would, that's what he was thinking about. That's what we're talking about today, by the way, adult male virgins. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Hop in on this topic. Uh, give us your comments or questions, 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. You're on with my guest, Frank Kermit. Frank, so let's uh, wrap up your story, your personal story, and, and make the jump from how you got from there to um, coaching adult male virgins. What ended up happening is that with all the experimenting and everything that I documented and came up with, I changed my life around. I okay. went from five years of no sex to having five girlfriends at the same time openly they all knew about each other i went from having lost my ex-fiance to getting her back seven years later we dated for about two or three months i got closure on that relationship yeah um, i went from constantly being alone and dumped to having a poly date on valentine's day which is to bring two people to the same dinner date <laughs> Wow. Okay. Now, now at just, this point, just because just because you could and your your ego needed that. You, no, you actually, some, some it's healing. Not, <laughs> it's not at all. Um, I was dating two women at the same time. It was Valentine's Day, and yeah. I didn't want to choose one or the other. I told both of oh. them, I want to spend Valentine's Day with both of you, and let me know how you feel about that. Wow. And uh, they they decided to try it for the novelty of it and so that's what it was it was uh, interesting being at the restaurant with a whole bunch of couples and i'm at one table with two people sitting in a triangle <laughs> i bet you were the envy of all the other men at the other tables uh or maybe the scorn too you know not necessarily <laughs> the envy yeah so here now here's the thing i still wasn't interested in, in getting into coaching yeah but my friends saw that i was doing well so they started to pick my brain and ask me for advice, and of course, I'm going to help out my friends. Then their friends started to reach out to me. Hey, Frank, uh, my buddy over here, uh, he saw the advice you gave me, and he'd really like some help, too. So let's meet up for a coffee. We'll meet up for lunch. Next thing I know, I'm lecturing at coffee shops with a table of guys around me all taking notes, hanging on my every word. Yeah. Um, so I just, I was like, okay, you know, like this has got to stop. I decided I'm going to write a book, put everything in there. And when people want help, they'll go to my book and they'll leave me alone. Again, I was not interested in this business. Yeah. I wrote a book. More people started to come to me and here's what I found. And this is where we get to adult male virgins. A number of the men who were coming to me asking for advice, the, the vast majority, especially at the beginning when I wasn't charging, I was just willing to help out people were adult male virgins, guys in their 20s, 30s, 40s that never had a girlfriend, never had sex. They refused to go to a prostitute, so they refused to pay for it. They mm -hmm. really wanted to fall in love. They wanted to find that one person. Some of them were in love with a girl, and they had been holding out for her for years. Mm -hmm. and, in, and working with them, I just noticed the, the same way I had 
kept a dialogue, uh, kept a, a record of all the repeating behavior patterns that I had gone through, I did so with them, and I found that a lot of them had very similar backgrounds and very similar stories. Hmm. So, all right, so um, do you find that there is commonality with regard to adult male virgins? Absolutely. Uh, there, there is a common thread that maybe something... Something got in their head, seated in their head, and it's a paradigm that needs to get shattered, that perhaps that paradigm is not true or is not useful. Um, sometimes it could be a religious issue. Sometimes it could be, I don't know, getting too much information from mom and not really talking to a man about this problem. You tell me your side of the story. I mean, those were some of the common traits that I found when I was working with adult male virgins. Uh, some of them, I can confirm with you, uh, a number of them had very dominant mothers mm -hmm. and very much absent father figures. Right. Uh, any any males in their life were either distant, non-existent, or simply were not necessarily a very assertive type of male example for them to follow. Uh, most of the dominant mothers were raising these men to be good husbands, but not necessarily attractive men. Right. I want to make that distinction. So you got to be nice, you got to be good, you got to be a good man, you got to provide and you have to be giving and gentle with your wife. Okay, that's those are good things. But if you don't balance that out with being assertive, with being able to take the lead sometimes, of being able to relieve the woman that you want to date of having to mother you. Because that's how women end up feeling if she has to make all the decisions, if she has to make all the call all the shots. If she says, "Honey, what do you want to do for dinner tonight?" and the guy says, "I don't know." Oh, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to do, dear. I just want to make you happy. Yeah. Once in a while, that's a nice thing. But if it's on a constant basis, she starts feeling like his mother, and that's a turnoff. Yep. And it's a turnoff to him, too, by the way. Not always. Some men will interpret a woman's nurturing nature um, as addressing his emotional needs, so he doesn't see it as a problem. He's just happy to be there trying to be with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, other common elements uh, for adult male virgins is that they're holding out for some type of unrequited love. They have this fantasy idea of how it's supposed to be, yeah. and that's not realistic. Uh, oh, we're going to meet, and we're going to fall in love, and everything is going to be perfect, and we're never going to fight. They have these built-up fantasies that reality can never measure up to. So on the odd occasion when a girl says, well, you know, I, I, I do like you, I'd love to go out with you, he finds something wrong with her because it doesn't fit this preconceived notion he has about how it's supposed to be. And it might not even be his preconceived notions. What I found out with my coaching clients is that it was the mom's preconceived notions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, like you say, if, the, if there isn't a strong and present dad in the picture, he's going to get his growing up advice from mom. And while it's perfectly okay to teach your daughters to be virtuous, um, it's not necessarily okay to teach your sons to be sex-free and virtuous. It really isn't. I mean, you know, the, the woman usually is looking to the guy to have more experience than she and to know what you're doing. She, she um, might not she might not want to hear that you're not a virgin, but sh there is some level of expectation, whether said or, or unspoken, that she's expecting the guy to have knowledge and take the lead. I got to say that most of the, my clients, because of the way they communicate to women, when they do find a woman that they're ready to have sex with, mm -hmm. uh, the women tend to be a little bit more understanding if the guy is a virgin, but just that he doesn't burden her with that fact. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I do teach men in this is that there is a sexual attention paradigm. What this means is that women are on the receiving end of sexual attention, men are on the projecting end. So a woman just has to choose amongst the offers that are made to her. She's being pursued. She just has to choose the best possible option. For a man, if he's taught, oh, love will come to you, don't worry about it. Don't focus on it. Don't chase it. It'll come to you. That is the bad advice. Because as a man, he's not on the receiving end of sexual attention unless he has incredible genetics or he has incredible wealth, unless he has a certain status that women want to use him for. 
Other than that, men will not be on the receiving end of sexual attention. That's why a man has to pursue. He has to go after what he wants. A man that refuses to go after what he wants gets nothing. I'm going to relate this back to caveman days because my research for when I wrote my book, Mastering Women, uh, I took it back 10,000 years ago to caveman days. Like, what did they do? And what I found out through the research is not that much has changed. You know, a lot of our behaviors are driven by biology, I think. So if, if you look at it from a point of view that the village or the camp has no food tomorrow, and if you look, if you take that advice that these mothers are giving you, that, oh, don't worry about the food, you know, the, the lion or tiger or bear is just going to come to the camp and fall over dead, and guess what? The whole village will be able to eat. Uh, hello, it doesn't work that way. You, as the hunter, you and your guys have to get up at four in the morning. You might have to travel an hour or two hours to wherever the prey is, and then you have to figure out how to catch the prey to possibly use the right weapons or whatever you're going to do to catch the prey and then have the means to drag it back to camp so the rest of the village can eat. It's not mm. going to happen by itself. So I fully agree with your advice and what you're saying. The guy has to be the hunter in the situation that it's just not going to fall from the sky regardless of what mom is telling you. Exactly. And the last thing that seems to be affecting these adult male virgins is that the older they get, the more difficult it is. Oh, and, yes, isn't that true? And the, the age I seem to, that I've, that I've narrowed down is their age of pain is age 25. Yeah. Because up until 25, if a guy is still a virgin, he can say, well, I was focusing on school. I've been working on my career. I've been looking yeah. to get my life established. But something happens when adult male virgins turn 25. They can't use those excuses. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world. And you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hey guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Is it your first time? Have you not had sex yet? Or did you go through a very long period where you were an adult male virgin? That's what we're talking about today. Call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We're talking to my guest today, Frank Kermit. We were talking, um, you know, a little bit about how men end up being uh, adult male virgins. And then let's move on to what are some of the uh, telltale signs and struggles of an adult male virgin? How, how can we as a coach spot them? Okay, number one, they never are having had a girlfriend or they're very vague about their relationship history. Um, their family and friends may ask them if they're in the closet. They may assume that the, these men are closeted homosexuals. Mm -hmm. And if that is something that keeps coming up, this is something adult male virgins do face. Um, there's a stigma of being I, an I adult think, I think, by the way, the, the surrounding friends and family may come to that conclusion, but I don't think they're homosexual. I think no, they're no. they're just in a in that box for some other reason. That might be a wrong assumption from the friends and family, but I agree with you. Yeah. No, there is that assumption, and no, yeah. they're not homosexual. It's no. just that they behave as if. If they, they are <laughs> homosexual and in the closet. And right. if there's anybody who's listening that is gay, that you are in the closet, my advice is please love yourself and make sure to surround yourself with people who love you and accept you for everything you are. Okay? This right. is not this is not against anybody of any sexual orientation. It's just not a very good feeling for someone who is of one sexual orientation who's assumed to be of another just because of the way they may behave. Absolutely. And I think, it, I think another uh, group of young men who are completely misunderstood, who are also adult male virgins, are the ones who may have some sort of uh, disease like um, Asperger's or autism or ADHD. And because of the challenges they face medically, sometimes that spills over into their sex life, or shall I say, lack of sex life as well. Um, some of my clients uh, do have Asperger's. A uh, very difficult uh, time in reading emotional cues and understanding the emotional motivations behind some behaviors. Mm -hmm. And so that obviously just adds to more anxiety and more frustration in trying to connect with the opposite sex. Um, another sign of an adult-aged virgin, and this is both men and women, by the way, if you ever run into a, an adult female virgin, mm -hmm. they have a lot of theory about the way relationships are supposed to be. And they won't hold back their opinions about how everything is supposed to be. Well, yes, everybody is supposed to be good to one another, and everybody is supposed to be faithful, and everybody is supposed to think about the other person. These are all wonderful intellectual constructs and ideals but anybody who's been in a long-term relationship knows that it's not always like that right. sometimes you're going to be going through a personal crisis sometimes your partner is going through a crisis 
and you're not always going to be great to one another. You know, ideally, you'll find your way back to that happy balance, but it's not going to stay in balance all the time. And sometimes people, being human beings, are not perfect. Relationships, thus, will not be perfect. But the adult-aged virgins always have the attitude of, well, it should be like this. Well, when right. you hear somebody Rather talking about... Rather than looking at what is, um, yeah. the person with the, the warts and all, you know, they mm-hmm. might be... Um, you know, tick off a lot of uh, check boxes on your list, but guess what? No one is perfect. And I think a, a lot of, for my clients, they got this perfect ideal from their mothers, and the mothers got the perfect ideal from religion. So, you know, to me, nothing in life is perfect other than, um, you know, your higher power, wh- whomever you believe in, and nature. Those two things are perfect. Outside of that, Real people are not perfect. So to chase after someone who is perfect, good grief, no wonder they're in a corner by themselves. One of the other challenges and struggles of an adult male virgin, and this is where we as coaches come in, is they have a deep sense of unworthiness. Yeah. They're just thinking, why me? Why would some girl like me? She could be with anybody else. What do I have to offer? And this is in direct contrast to a, a, a completely opposite belief they hold, which is, why won't anybody give me a chance? So they're frustrated that no one's willing to give them a chance and make the first move and approach them. At the same time, they're thinking, yeah, but uh, everything I have going for me here, I'm very dismissive of it because it's not that great. And they just continually have this very, very low opinion of what they have to offer in a relationship. And that's one of the first things I do with adult male virgins. I get them to start identifying what they have to offer, things they have accomplished. Uh, putting up, you know, framed degrees, awards, whatever it is that they've got, frame it, put it up on the wall. Have something outside yourself that reminds you of what it is you have to contribute. Mm-hmm. And some of these, uh, some of these young men have excellent side hobbies. You know, maybe they're really good at electronics, or maybe they're good at playing guitar, or maybe they're good at disassembling things and putting them back. Like whatever it is. So whatever that mastery is, let that wonderful mastery spill over to your interactions with women. Keep in mind that the stereotype image of the adult male virgin is somebody who's creepy, socially awkward, doesn't do anything, spends all of his time in his room. That's not the case. A number of these men are very accomplished in their careers. Mm -hmm. They work as corporate executives at every high-powered job you can think of, doctors, lawyers, you name it. You will have a pool of them that are going to be adult male virgins. They strive in their careers. They know that they're good at what they do. And when it comes to work and things they feel they have more control over, they're great. But put them on a date where they just don't feel secure, where there's this lack of certainty. And this is a key element. They're not comfortable with a lack of certainty. In every other area of their life, they can work towards it and live a very good lifestyle, make great money, have a great life. They have incredible hobbies. They're skilled. They're healthy. They're athletic. But the minute they enter the world of relationships, there's a lack of certainty. And that, for them, pushes them away and causes them to not want to try. Wow. Well, that lack of certainty is happening right now. (laughs) Uh, I can ask for your help, Frank. I have a listener who is writing me on Facebook, and he says that he's 59 years old and a virgin. I'm like, please call us now. (laughs) We'd love to be able to help you. Uh, Any words you want to say to him to get him to call in? My friend, the oldest virgin I have ever coached was a man in his late 60s, early 70s. Wow. So there is, and he ended up finding love. He ended up finally getting a girlfriend and finding love. And he had a lot of medical problems. You would think that this guy, wow, he's got everything working against him. Yeah. Um, but it's it's all in the head, dude. It's all in the head. And I get that you're 59. You've never had a girlfriend. You're not alone. Okay. You are not alone. Men will not admit to their virginity. So you have a lot of men who simply won't admit to having this problem. They suffer in silence. You don't have to suffer in silence anymore. And, uh, and dude, we, we can fix this. We can work on it. Give me three months. Three months of working with you on, on a very constant basis. 
we're going to get you a girlfriend. Absolutely. Feel the fear. Make the call. Let's let's make this happen. We're here to help you. So please please reach out to us. I'm looking forward to that call. Um, and by the way, if you want anonymity, we'll protect your anonymity. I know it's highly shameful, as Frank will attest, that people, men don't want to admit that they're not having sex. It's a very shameful thing in our society. They will be targeted. Their friends will laugh at them. They can't talk about it. Right. Um, but it does, like, but there is a fix to this, and you just have to be willing to do the work. And it is a certain amount of work, but you can right. do this. Uh, just to point something out here, uh, mm -hmm. most adult male virgins aren't really looking to get laid because if all they wanted to do was have a one-night stand or get laid, they would have simply paid for it. The, they mm -hmm. don't want just sex for sex's sake, which is part of what's kept them a virgin. Right. They want some kind of a connection. They want some type of meaning attached to it. And this is part of what we work on. We try to identify the source of why you want to have certain meanings with it and whether or not they actually work in your favor. If sex is equal to getting married, that's a lot of meaning to put into an act which not everybody may feel the same way towards. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think a lot of these notions also got stuck in the person's head from the mom. So the thing about you're not allowed to pay for sex. Um, sometimes the fear is so great that sometimes to break the ice, you may have to pay for sex. Or sometimes to break the ice, you may have to go with, out with a woman who's not perfect. Or sometimes you may have to do it with the person you're doing it with. It doesn't mean that you have to, that's going to be your forever girl. But sometimes you just have to break that ice, you know? And then mm -hmm. from there, you can reevaluate the situation and take it from there. I would concur with that. Uh, one of the things I encourage the guys that I coach is you have to look at dating as a learning experience. And what you're really trying to discover is you're trying to discover yourself. You're trying to discover whether or not you actually could handle all the things you're fantasizing about. When dating becomes a learning model... All of a sudden, you are now open to dating a variety of people. You're open to having the experiences of dating just so you could learn. And what I, what I try to do is I try to explain to these guys, at some point, you will meet someone that you can have that serious relationship you've always dreamed about. But if you go in there completely unprepared, it's like aiming for the executive level job and you haven't even done an internship in that field. You got to get your internship in. You got to get your years of experience so you can have that executive level position. But you won't sometimes, even get. Sometimes it's, it's even worse than that. They haven't even sent an, in an application or a resume. <laughs> what 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 is the company? A mind reader? They don't know that you're a, you want to apply. That was a really good analogy, actually. <laughs> thank Kudos. You. Kudos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's move on to what can we do to help them lose their virginity? Okay, I know a lot of my customers, they are nonstop thinking about sex. So what I can say is the testosterone is there, the hormones are there. I mean, by the way, if you, if you have any doubt with that area, go talk to your doctor. Get a simple blood test in two, three days. You'll know the answer to that if the testosterone level is low. But what I find is, no, most of them do have a healthy level, and it's in the normal range. So, um, you know, just go get that done. So what can we do to help them lose their virginity? Okay, well, one of the first things, like you said, you can have a blood test for testosterone. Uh, maybe go to a professional to be evaluated to make sure there's not a mental illness at play, uh, a sense of depression, a sense of uh, constant anxiety and panic attacks. Uh, because that is dealt with separately than, mm -hmm. than what I do with the coaching. One of the things that I work on with these men that definitely helps them yeah. move forward is that we have to cap their sexual releases. This means uh, um, if a guy is masturbating on a daily basis, okay, let's cut that in half. You can masturbate every second day or every third day. I eventually want you to get to a point where you're not masturbating at all. Um, if you are exposing yourself to porn uh, on a daily basis, 
Well, again, nothing wrong with masturbating, nothing wrong with porn, but when it becomes a substitute for real human interaction, that's when it can become a problem. So we try to lower the amount of porn they watch. We try to lessen the amount of times they masturbate because I want them to get comfortable with feeling sexually uncomfortable. Sexually deprived, almost. Well, I, I don't even want to use the word deprived because it has a negative connotation and that sends a lot of guys running. Yeah. The idea is you have to be comfortable being sexually aroused. You have to be comfortable with that sexual tension. Because when you experience that with a girl, if you're not comfortable with it, she's going to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And you have to practice getting comfortable with it. If you're allowing yourself a sexual release each and every time it starts to happen, you don't really have a motivation to date somebody that the chemistry might not be there right away. Now, what if, and this is where we're going to get intellectual, what if the only possible sexual release that you could ever have is only if you can get on a date with another human being that leads to sex? I love that. Okay, do you understand? Like, this is the mindset. We got to get the guys to the point where they're so ready to go that, okay, if I'm not going to be able, if I can't touch myself to give myself any release, if I can't watch anything stimulating to get that release, if the only release I'm going to get is to actually move forward and attempt to connect with another human being and, and be willing to make a fool of myself and, and risk rejection and go through that process until it leads to sex, once you finally have that sex, that's when you understand. That's when the change takes over. That's where the paradigm completely shifts, and this is what happens. I've got it documented in, in the book, The Adult Male Virgin Handbook, where uh, one of my uh, former virgin clients, he wrote the introduction, and he says it took him three days for it to really sink in that he was no longer a virgin, and everything changed for him. But he had to commit to the behaviors even if it made him uncomfortable. So if you're constantly allowing yourself for that sexual release, you're not getting comfortable with being uncomfortable with sexual tension it's kind of like you got to you know, go through you're, that you're giving it a band-aid so. a, right you're giving it a band-aid approach rather than letting that wound heal so yep. you know sometimes you just got to rip the band-aid off and let that wound heal and it might take a minute and it might be a little uncomfortable but you're right you learn so much by being in that position because eventually you will be in that position I think all men are in that position. Correct me if I'm wrong. It might be 10 seconds worth, and it might be a week's worth, depending on the guy. But, mm-hmm. you know, when they're around the girl before you're actually having sense, uh, sex, there is that tension. That There is that, you know, I don't know if she's going to go through with it or, like, whatever is going through your mind, you're going to have a few seconds or days or weeks of that going through your mind. So just go ahead and feel that feeling. It's perfectly normal. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. And guess what? You can get through it. And with each successive try that you get through that, that time frame, what might have started off having those thoughts for days or weeks, you know, it's going to get shorter and shorter and shorter until you get down to 10 seconds. One of the other things that a guy can do to help get him ready to lose his virginity is to make sure that he prepares a place where he can have sex. Okay. And if, let's say, he's living in his parents' basement and he's never brought girls home or there's no separate entrance and he doesn't really have privacy, um, that's going to be an obstacle. He may only be able to date women who have their own place, who have uh, a place where sex can happen. So what I try to encourage these guys to do is to create an environment in their home, in their room, in their space that is uh, seductive in nature. I have a five-hour lecture that I sell called Pimping Your Pad. And it's all about the artwork and the candles and the music selection and, and, and whatever it is you want to have to create an experience for a woman that she'll find enticing. So... There, and I have pictures uh, in a video on my website about pictures of my old bachelor pad that I specifically designed to be very seductive for women to come over and enjoy themselves. Having a place to bring a girl to is part of the motivation that he's going to need in order to go out there, meet a girl, and bring her back to his place. 
Right. And, you know, you, you got to start thinking outside the you got to start thinking outside the box that if you really don't have a place, well, maybe your cousin Charlie down the street, maybe you could take him there. Maybe there is a, a guest house or something like that at Charlie's house. You know, you have to, you're right, you have to figure out a plan um, on, on how to get this done if and when uh, the girl does come up. Exactly, and it will. You will always yeah. have an opportunity. You have to count on the fact that boys and girls really do like each other. And if you're a decent human being and you start learning just how to put yourself out there, you will have an opportunity at some point in the future. Your goal is to be ready for that opportunity. Absolutely. By the way, everybody, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. If you like our show today, um, please show us your love. Listen, call, like my fan page, the Facebook fan page, The Men's Advocate Show. Follow, comment, share, tell a friend, download my new mobile app on uh, iTunes, and buy my book on Amazon. You're currently listening to my guest, Frank Kermit. Uh, go to franktalks.com, franktalks.com. You can uh, check out his book, actually many books, but the one that we're talking about today is the Adult Male Virgin Handbook. Um, get this and others. I'm going to put all these links on my Facebook uh, fan page for your viewing pleasure. All right, Frank, just to wrap it up, we have about 20 seconds left. Do you want to say anything further to the guys? All I want to say is, guys, you are not alone. I can help you through coaching. I can help you through the book and the audio program, the Adult Male Virgin Handbook, the Adult Male Virgin Seminar. And, Linda, thank you for having me on. It's been great. Thank you so much, Frank. We'll see you again next time. Um, we'll see you each and every Wednesday right here, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, thanks. Till next time, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross.